Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Film Seizure. I'm Jason Oliver, and joined with me today, these two guys you may have heard of. First one is Chuck Moore. Chuck, hey, say hey. hello. Hey, everybody. How are you today? And then the other jerk is Jeff Farbuckle. <laughs> hey, what's up? I I, uh, I feel really good. I feel really good. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel kind of invincible. I, I've I've got a really positive feeling about this. <laughs> um, well, if you didn't catch that reference, this week's episode is 1986's "Big Trouble in Little China." Yes. We've, kind of, we've been kind of circling on this one for a little while, I think. I think it was this always... is one that, that has been kind of on a on a short list for probably 200 episodes. <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, it was only a matter of time, and we finally got there. Um, Boy, I mean, this movie is just a pure delight, and it never seems to wear out its welcome whenever i watch it it's just it's like the perfect amusement park ride it's like 90 99 minutes of bliss <laughs> yeah it's for me it's like i know all of the lines like at least closely i'm my memory's terrible so i can get most of the lines out but it almost always feels like it's the first time like that's the kind of joy i get from it it's like experiencing it over again every time i watch it yeah 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 it really is kind of one of those ones where yeah it's it's kind of hard to be tired of watching this movie um and yeah i mean i haven't seen it probably for some years i mean i don't know how many probably watched it i feel like i saw it at flicks maybe four years ago five years ago oh yeah i remember when you went to that yeah okay so yeah, yeah. i did i did I, I, yeah, because because you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna go see Big Trouble in Little China." Oh, oh you man. know what? I bet I have a glass someplace. I I've seen so many of those those fic, those flicks uh, fan fest movies that I don't yeah. remember which ones I got to now. This so I know I saw it in the last two years, and this is how I showed the kids, and then I told Stephanie that we needed to watch it for the show, and asked her if she wanted to watch it. She's like, "We just watched that." So. We just watched that for her is like the last two years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it could be almost three years ago and she'll be like, We just watched that. And I'm like, Yeah, like in 2018, you weirdo. But uh she actually watched it with me again, even though she said we just watched that. So she feels like this is one of those movies. I don't know how much I've talked about this, but S Stephanie says everything is okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty much her mo like i can think she likes something if she says okay this one she's like it's good <laughs> <laughs> so i think she really likes so it. that's high praise yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. she really likes it. she really likes this one <laughs> it's so weird for me living with someone who does and, and this is not a complaint, but she doesn't talk about movies the same way I do. She doesn't think about them the same way I do. That's why this is so great for me because I could talk for, you know, an hour or whatever time about stuff with you guys, but I digress. Go ahead, Jason. Um, I was just going to say that 
this is one of those movies kind of like the Goonies where I just feel like it's always been with me. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't remember the first time I saw it really. I definitely didn't see it in the theater, but it, I just feel like I've, I've never not known this movie. <laughs> well, right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of vaguely remember it being maybe on cable. The first time I see it. there, there are, specific scenes that i definitely remember and i always feel like for a really really long time i always started watching this when they're in the alley when the two gangs start fighting yeah 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 um that's a really memorable scene to me the um the end with the monster crawling out and i have a i have a interesting take on what's going to happen with that monster in my head <laughs> post movie um <laughs> and uh well okay i'll just say it. he becomes he he becomes jack's pet it's like he you know. i could see it like yeah, um, why not like bj and the bear or something right <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> sure um and uh what's the other um there's another moment in particular where i always I thought I thought of it yesterday when I was watching that. I can't think of it now, but I was like, man, this is like it, it's like it, it's like etched on my brain. Oh, it's the uh, it's the uh, the guys with the eye, the the little floaty Dungeons and Dragons like monster. Oh, oh yeah, God, the seer, yeah, seer yeah. or whatever yeah. he is. Yeah, it's the, like a mad ball. Looks like a mad ball. Well, Just, he looks exactly like a Dungeons and Dragons creature. There's like a oh, creature yeah. that's like a big blobby, but he doesn't have a bunch of eyes. He's just a big blobby, okay, floaty okay. head thing guy. Yeah. This is weird. Like something I didn't realize when I was a kid because I didn't pay attention to directors, right? Like Halloween was my first favorite horror film for sure. Maybe the first one I saw. Um, there's a couple other in there. Like I may see it on Friday the 13th on HBO or something, but man, like escape from New York, Christine, Starman, big trouble in little China, Prince of darkness. They live. Mm -hmm. I loved mm -hmm. all of those yep. movies when I was a kid. The only one I missed, which we talked about before, which is probably now my favorite Carpenter film is the thing like mm -hmm. that run in the eighties is stupid. I mean, it's so, perfect. Well, it, then, really. then you even have you even have the fog in there, which I yeah. know that is mixed for a lot of people. But I love the look and feel of that movie. Oh, the fog is is just a perfect ghost story. Well, right? it's a perfect. It's it's the atmosphere <sighs> of it. You know, yeah. it's like it's just it is. It it looks and feels like what it is. I mean, honestly, you look at his entire career. Um, there, they really didn't make a bad movie until Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Um, and you know, some people wouldn't even necessarily say it was bad per se. Um, his tr first truly bad movie was, um, Vampires. We're being, yeah, honest. I know Escape people from, who I, think, I know Escape I, from LA is, is, is what it is, right? Um, well, but it's pretty bad. Is it's what pretty it is. bad. But, well, but, vampires, it, but it's campy bad. <laughs> yeah, vampires is a movie. I know people who like that movie a lot. I do not. I never did. Um, no, I didn't either. It's one that I watched once because of the video store, and I was like, "All right, never going to watch that again." Just like <laughs> with Ghost of Mars, I saw that once at the movie theater because I worked there. I was like, "Yep, I'm good. Never going to see that again." Um, yeah. 
I saw but them both the, in the movie theater too. They were, poof, yeah. Well, and and the thing is, is that uh, when we talk about like Escape from L.A., I watched that somewhat recently, but I think that's one I saw it in the theater. I maybe tried to give it one more chance on VHS when it came out, and then I watched it like. 20 years later because i watched escape from new york and i'm like i just had a particular hair up my ass and i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the dumb one too yeah and i'm still like why did i do that i'm not gonna do that anymore (laughs) well i'll be i'll be honest you know while we're doing this little carpenter retrospective of the movies he made in the 80s escape from new york is my least favorite i love the character of snake plissken i love the the concept of that movie but i think it's kind of boring it's a bit sacrilegious to say but um it is not my favorite i love the score too but in all in all honesty i don't know the fog that well i've seen it a couple times but if we're comparing escape from new york to those other movies i mentioned up to they live i would totally agree with you yeah uh i only have the i only have the only reason why I'm different on that is I have more nostalgia for Escape from New York. That was one that I mean, I that's another one. It's like, I don't know the first time I saw that. Yeah, I saw it because of my brothers, you know, and right. probably because one of my brothers was a big Adrian Barbeau fan. So I saw all those Adrian Barbeau movies of the early yeah, 80s. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I yeah, the... Um, well, Adrian Barbeau is, is a big reason why I think The Fog is so good. Yeah, she's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want I want her job. I know, right? I want to be in that <laughs> lighthouse on the radio. <laughs> just just uh, being a jerk on the radio. <laughs> just be, no, I don't want to be a jerk on the radio. I mean, I guess it's going to happen. But anyway, um, no, I don't know. I don't know which one of those would probably be my least favorite uh, of that run. Maybe Christine, just because I just don't have the connection to that as I do the others. Um, although. I'm not sure I've ever actually seen Starman all the way through. It's awesome. It's way yeah. different. It's a much different kind of movie, like tugs on your heartstrings kind of film, yeah. but yeah. it's really good. It is really good. Um, that's one we it's the only. It's time. the only movie yeah. of his that ever got a, uh, a an Oscar nomination. Huh. Yep. So to bring um, us out of the retrospective, I will well, say real, this. Real, real quick, real quick. I was going to add, um, in, in my opinion, he has two good movies after the eighties and that's about it. Uh, Oh yeah, for sure. In the mouth of madness. And and I actually do like the village of the dam that he did. Um, I know a lot of people don't, but I did. So anyway, I don't know if Jason's frozen or reading, so I will continue here. Yeah, go right. Go right. Go (laughs) right. I was going to say out of, out of all these movies until like three years ago, Big Trouble in Little China for the 80s yeah, was definitely my favorite until I finally got around to the thing. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. But the thing to me is like a perfect movie, but this is Big Trouble in Little China to me is a perfect film, too. There's not really anything wrong with it. So I love to talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we can uh, start to, to kind of get get into that business there. Sorry, I had to rejoin. There I am. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. Hey, you know what? Sometimes technology is fun. You know, I've been having internet issues all day today, and I realized I was not connected to my boosted internet, so I fixed that problem. 
Oh, Good. there you go. Well, there it is. Yeah. Um, but you were anyway. talking about the 90s ones that were good. And yes, I agree, because I don't even have to mention them. They are awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Right. So, big yeah, Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Um, I like that this movie is grimy. Yeah. It is a dirty movie. Yeah. And, and you kind of... You'll like, you know, the pork chop express is a pigsty. It's got to be. I mean, it's called the pork chop express. Fair enough. Fair enough. Probably smells like a pork chop. Yeah. Um, And uh, I, there is like everything in Chinatown, which is probably a stereotype that's probably not great, but. It, that doesn't feel particularly clean as far as like the streets or, you know, like the storefronts are kind of ramshackle. Um, get, used would, to, get used to hearing that word because next week I'm going to say that a lot. <laughs> I would, I would say, um, <clears throat> I was just in Chinatown, um, a few months back and, uh, yes, it doesn't look like that. It's pretty clean. It's really, I, I, I would guess the Chinatown of the eighties though was a lot different than the Chinatown of today. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, and there are a lot of those little back alleys and, and side streets and stuff. You know, Chinatown isn't huge, but it's dense, right? Yes. Um, and it is, yeah, it's super cool. Uh, but it's it's kind of gotten very touristy now. Yeah. You know, all but down the main drags, it's just it's just a bunch of like tourist shops selling you jade and shit. You know. Oh, yeah. That, um, that's what Chicago. I was just thinking about Chicago's Chinatown because I went to that some many years ago what 12 years ago now and yeah it's like all the all the stuff on the main strip it's like come and buy authentic chinese yeah. something or another and it's like it's just a bunch of tchotchkes and yeah it's a bunch of know. a bunch of crap you don't yeah. need yeah um but if you really were able to spend the time and like dig through the back alleys and and get to you know the the little restaurants and stuff you know it's all there um but it, even it, Egg Shen is still there. He's still there. He's doing oh tours God. and everything. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Chinatown tour would be so short. <laughs> <laughs> well, he ended up having some stuff to do, so it's fine. <laughs> he, he got he got his part uh, fleshed out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume he was doing tours so he could keep an eye on the city. Well, right? yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. that's that's yeah. I mean, if he knows Lopan is around, you know. Yeah, he's every day he's driving around giving a tour and probably scoping to see what's going on. Yep. Probably. Um, so the first thing that I notice about this movie is that Kurt Russell, and apparently he wasn't too jazzed about taking this part, <laughs> but uh, he figured out a way to do this role that basically made him a dumb john wayne and it's yeah fantastic. exactly yeah i love that he is such a shitty hero <laughs> <laughs> well you know what you know what makes it great is that it it, it kind of allows it to not fall into that white savior trap you oh know? yeah he he barely does anything <laughs> right he does very little i mean is- and when he does it he does like when he has his big 
his biggest moment he's got lipstick smeared all over his face <laughs> well, he does have it he does have it wiped off at the very but before he does the big thing right but, but i mean but he enters that scene dude that that <laughs> shit kills me man like in seeing it in hd now like it's even on his teeth it's yep. so good <laughs> what's great about that whole hero thing with him too though is like the movie sets up with egg shin at the at the courthouse saying you or not the courthouse with the lawyer saying the lawyer yeah with the lawyer saying you leave jack burton alone he's a hero uh-huh <laughs> right so so we you're thinking owe, this we man owe is him a huge debt yeah yes so the whole movie you're thinking where is this hero that uh-huh. we were told uh-huh. about? but he does it he does do the the, the big thing yes but, um but boy he wouldn't have been able to without a lot of help from his friends oh, right. can i just say the big thing is so nicely set up oh perfectly set up oh my god i mean it is chekhov's bottle knife knife (laughs) Chekhov's reflexes right (laughs) Um, that is that's such a I mean it's such an 80s action thing because he even has the quip about it too right like you know it's all in the reflexes and all of that oh yeah and yet it is not done in an 80s way where he just does it because he's he's you know hero man like right. it was set up i mean it yeah. was it was like the, the breadcrumbs were given to us in the first 20 or 15 minutes or whatever you know um yeah absolutely and it also is so early in the movie that you forget about it and then you realize oh yeah he can do that <laughs> yep yeah, it's yep. just pleasant. It's just a, it's just pleasant. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, uh, it's uh, yeah. We should talk about the cast of characters here because my goodness, um, it is quite, it is quite a cast of characters. Yes. So, um, obviously Jack Burton, right? Or Kurt Russell, our, um, our buffoon john wayne truck driver which we've done a lot of truck driver movies this year you guys notice that we have i mean we? There, there's still one if we want to go over the top oh god <laughs> <Yes>, there is <laughs> um that just feels like a movie we've covered i don't even know why i know we haven't but um, <laughs> because it is every movie somehow <laughs> and none movie it's like it's it's somewhere weird limbo movie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've got Kim Cattrall as Gracie Law, who is a lawyer <laughs> named mm-hmm. Gracie Law, <laughs> which just kills me. <laughs> and is not the lawyer that ends up being used in the opening. No, the, no. It's, it's, no, different lawyer. Different lawyer. Um, it's almost well, as if they filmed that scene later. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't use you can't use Gracie Law because you can't set up Egg Shen and right. Kurt Russell as a villain because she would know. Oh, right right no that that's fair i mean that's totally fair and also there is a tiny bit of mystery to what she is and who she is like we know that dennis that dennis dunn wang wang chi does not like her right um for, right. or or yeah. at least he is disparaging of her even though i don't think he really dislikes her i think he's like don't don't trust the white lady she's just kind a of a tr- she's a little bit of a troublemaker troublemaker right? exactly she's put, she may be putting her nose in things that it, it should, doesn't belong right absolutely yeah um she also plays the role of um 
misexposition in this movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like anytime there there is uh, there is plot plotting that needs to be explained gracie law is there to do it <laughs> yeah well i mean she's yeah it's well i mean she's a lawyer she's used to giving <laughs> yeah. expository information yes um by the way this is i mean this was really kind of the first non um well i mean like her other two big movies were porkies and and police academy i mean this is before mannequin yeah um, you know, I mean, and you know, she doesn't betray the USS Enterprise for another like five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but like this is like early in her, like this probably helped kind of put her uh, more on the map as a like a legitimate female lead. I would say definitely, yeah, yeah, for sure. And the mannequin was a pretty big hit, right? Yes, yeah. So that's pretty good. Pretty good too. Too well. It took her. It it took her from being a, um, kind of a a sex pot character to being a an actual like desirable female lead. You know, where like yeah, yeah, she should be the mannequin. She's yeah, she's earned it at this point. You know, and she's you know, and 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 then that takes her to basically the rest of her career. We should we should mention too that um this movie was kind of a bomb. Not kinda, it was a bomb. Yeah. Well most um, of John Carpenter's movies are bombs. Yeah, but again, you know, became a cult classic, you know, Absolutely. made made I'm sure made well over its money back in in rentals eventually. Um oh, probably, yeah, everything... probably didn't even take that long. And then it was always on TV. So Yes. It, yeah. It right. kind of surprises me too how you can't market this film successfully to get people to go see it. Like well, it's action. There's so much stuff you could show in a trailer that I think people would be like, "I want to see that movie." I, I don't know. wonder <laughs> if let me let me do a little bit of let me do a little bit of uh, research. Well, I have some speculation, and not I all do of too. not not all of it is like very savory. Um. I don't think a 90% Asian cast helped it at the box office. No, that probably didn't help. But also, um, it came out in the middle of summer of 86. Yeah. Where there were huge hits on either side of it. Yeah, wasn't Aliens out around then? Um, Um, Let's see here. I'm pretty sure Aliens was out. Well, I mean, there was Psycho 3, Under the Cherry Moon, and Howling 2, so that probably hurt. Uh, yeah, here we go. Cameron's Cameron's <laughs> Aliens came out 16 days later. Yeah, so that was two weeks so after that. So any momentum it had any hope of, of gaining was would have been cut short. There. And before that, there were movies, there were relative hits, like Karate Kid Part 2, uh, Labyrinth, Running Scared, Ruthless People, um that was just the week before that so and and two weeks before it was back to school yeah ferris bueller's day off was in theaters too so it was crowded that summer and it's also just kind of a weird movie i mean it is a weird movie it's hard to it's it's not like top gun which came back which came out in the middle of may and was probably still killing the theaters yeah um so it's not like you know tom cruise 
flies plane shoots boom it's right. a weird it's actually got a super movie. complex plot yeah <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and, and i'm not sure it all really makes sense i've seen this movie i don't know how many times and i still kind of like what i'm still so confused paying? between yeah exactly it's like he's he's an old scabby guy and a, a magical wizard monster yeah like I, he's a he's a demon but he's also a dream and you can only kill a dream with a dream and what dream killed him and i don't know what but <laughs> <laughs> but you just kind of checked all that shit at the door and have a lot of fun right <laughs> yeah it's like he he is bad guy that's all i need to know <laughs> right. i mean i thought i understood it but i'm not going to try to explain it <laughs> like, exactly. that's, that's too difficult that would be harder than that one movie we watched where the sleeper agents came back in that one italian movie i can't remember what it was <laughs> the called sleeper, the sleeper agents came back yeah i had to explain that movie it was one that you picked jason atlantis 20 something oh jesus christ raiders of atlantis yeah, yeah. holy moly yeah Oof. Um, but but anyhow um yeah i just don't you don't just just don't care you know who the good guys are you know who the bad guys are that's enough yeah and you know and and even the the you know that you have your like your hapless hero who is kind of stuck in between the two of them who you know picks the side of the good guys because he's he because son of a bitch must pay <laughs> oh my god i love that line and by the way that line appears in the commodore 64 side-scrolling game <laughs> son of a bitch so must good. pay that's so good um <laughs> and just to kind of put a, a a final point on the um, crowded summer yeah yeah uh six of the top 10 grossing films of 1986 were out right before or still out or right after this movie came, this movie just was squeezed, and yeah. Yeah. Um, all of those movies—Ferris Bueller, Ruthless—all of those movies are easier to explain and, and market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that said, I mean, Jason, as Jason mentioned, I'm sure this movie did fine by John Carpenter in the end. Like, oh, absolutely. Over the last oh, 30 years. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. one thing that's also very true starting around 1986 was you needed content for video stores and for cable. And this movie yeah. could very easily, very quickly be sold to both, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I would love to double feature this um, with The Last Dragon. Last Dragon came out the year before. Um, Interesting. And they they kind of both have a you know a similar charm, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they have vaguely Asian overtones, <laughs> right? I mean, not even vaguely. I would say, well, yeah. The, well, Last Dragon may be more vague than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting? What is actually I think interesting about Big Trouble in Little China is how much uh, Chinese lore they tried to to really use right yeah actually you were you brought up something about this i want to hear a little bit more about this well there's a running joke that i honestly never really thought much about um the elevators uh, well that is a running joke yeah but but uh no the running joke is all the different hells right which Um, the elevators take you to right yeah 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 like yeah exactly and um 
and then, yeah, they all go down. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, yeah, there's a joke and I, I forget who says it. It might have been, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Action. No. Is it, it, it Wang Lee? Um, it might have been Wang, yeah, who says, um, yes, yeah, so Chinese Chinese have a lot of different different uh, types of hell or something yeah. like that. Yes. And they do. They really do. It's called uh, DU. And let me, let me pull up the, the Wikipedia for this because it's fascinating. Um, so there are a bunch of common Chinese names for the underworld. And... Um, Hell is sort of sort of similar to Dante's Inferno, right? With the different circles, they have different um, levels and chambers in hell. And um, this just blew my mind when I read this description. I want to find it and read this. Um, oh shoot! Eighteen levels of hell. Okay. That's a lot. That is yeah. way more than seven. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're and they're crazy. And they each have different versions too. Um but there but the, this is a really really wild description. So the 18 hells vary from narrative to narrative, but some commonly mentioned tortures include being steamed, being fried in oil cauldrons, being sawed into half, being run over by vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> being pounded in a mortar and pestle, being ground in a mill, being crushed by boulders, being made to shed blood by climbing trees or mountains of knives, oh having sharp God. objects driven into their bodies, having hooks pierced into their bodies and being hung upside down. Oh, that's some Clive Barker We saw that one. Yeah. yeah. We that's saw some, that one. That's some Clive Barker shit. Yes, we did see that one. Yeah. Drowning in a pool of filthy blood, being left naked in the freezing cold, being set aflame or cast into infernos being tied naked to a bronze cylinder with a fire lit at its base, being forced to consume boiling liquids, tongue ripping, eye gouging, teeth extraction, heart digging, disembowelment, skinning, being trampled, gored, mauled, eaten, stung, bitten, pecked, etc. by so, animals. Four stars, <laughs> Joe Bob says check it out. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it reads like driving totals, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh crap! Uh, that's I like mean, the Bubba Gump shrimp of. I know. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I mean, originally I was gonna say that sounds like Wednesday, but uh, but on the other hand, it's uh, yeah. All those other points are are yeah. It's very much like. And the several of these these hells Gump, are all. several of these hells are mentioned or shown in Big Trouble, and right. I never really connected until this viewing that this is a real Chinese lore, I and mean, it it is like ancient chinese mythology i didn't i didn't I really know that it was secret yeah <laughs> i didn't know that it was real lore but i did always kind of get the hell aspect of it because of the elevators and because hell is mentioned like but i didn't know it was real stuff which is vastly interesting after hearing that list it really is and it was only it's only like two percent <laughs> holy shit of, of all of it yeah i, I mean it's it's something else it's really it's really something else like the hell i mean it's like all the boogeyman stories we know and all the the kind of folklore we're told here when we're kids about what can happen to you if you do certain things someone's going to come for Uh you or oh yeah whatever like that just hasn't been as plainly laid out as what it is savage as fuck man i mean it is it is some seriously dark stuff 
And um, yeah, like even puts Grimm's fairy tales to shame. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know yeah. what makes it kind of extra dark to me is that these are things that the living can do to each other. It's not like yeah, the living exactly. can't. You know, it's like you. Can, I cannot say, Jason, you are a sinner, and then burn you eternally. I can't do that to you. Yeah. You know, but I can run you over with a vehicle. Yeah. Like a rickshaw back then too. That's the that's the other thing which that would hurt uh-huh. even more. Uh-huh. <laughs> so some some soci- sociopath killer came up with this list long ago. He just did it. <laughs> right. He just right. did this shit to people. It's like no, that's one of the hell. Sorry, that's like, just <laughs> one of the hell. <laughs> they did they did bad. <laughs> yeah, they did bad things. I judge them. <laughs> it's like the the Dexter of like fifth century China. Or something. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and low low pan is is a weird one lopan is a little bit of a um amalgam because um he uh is a real was a is a real you know entity entity yeah um but uh but kind of like a legend right that has been turned into this idea of a um a deity um but wasn't really necessarily uh malevolent so that uh, that kind of got mixed up and turned around a little bit um it's uh but yeah i mean it's it's based on a a chinese legend right so the whole thing in this movie lopan or at least the demon that is not named lopan in this movie i don't think takes over lopan's body essentially lets him live forever but decomposing constantly mm-hmm. until he finds a green-eyed girl to sacrifice to him right that, which that would also then give lopan back his corporeal his earlier body. younger corporeal corp- yeah you corporeal said body. Like you said yeah, yeah. yeah. um but yep, but yep. the girl also has to survive um, his three buddies flexing in front of them and doing <laughs> a, a, a kung fu show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the and burning hol- blade and, hol- and holding the burning blade. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. I always uh, like the I always like the little no show that feet. they put on where I was like, "What is this for?" <laughs> it's like, what is the what's the logic of them like you know showing off how ceremony. They- I ceremony. Guess, I guess. I mean, what I mean, there's all mean sorts of this kind of ceremony. Green eyes. Yeah. The the first double rainbow was in the trouble in Little China. <laughs> double green eyes. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> oh, that's. Oh my gosh. Um, but, yeah, but also like uh, like there are also monsters down in Lopan's uh, hangout. Like that's, um, I mean, like, I mean, Wikipedia describes one as an orangutan like wild man. It's like, that's a monster. (laughs) That's not a man. It's not a wild man. I love a good derpy looking monster. And and that that one is derpy. He's a good derpy looking monster. Which is is. funny because, (laughs) okay, so the, the, the spider ant thing that comes out of the wall, it's whatever. The, the, the seer is i don't even know if that's what it's called but that's just what i'm calling it the little ball the mad yeah. ball that flies around that looks amazing i love how it looks yeah i, it I agree look, it looks great and then derpy 
fucking monster like what was the design choice with derpy monster like is it just because we're in uhd now that we're like okay i can see how derpy he is but i kind of remember him looking derpy back in the day no he always he you know what i always thought he looked like i always thought he looked like the monster in the crate and creep show kind of i don't recall that but that oh, monster is a lot scarier i agree with that i agree yeah he does but but the creep show one is a lot scarier so I, yeah. that's why i think this one is going to end up becoming jack burton's buddy i know I, I, he's going to go riding around town with him. i don't think he wants to be bad i don't i think yeah. he's i think he's out of a job <laughs> <laughs> so so the the events of this movie forced kim cattrall to new york right and it forced Han Solo and Chewbacca into space. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yes. They're kind of like the Han Solo and Chewbacca of Earth, right? All well, of a that, well, that that in my head canon, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim Cattrall goes, hangs out with what's her name? Who Matthew Broderick's wife, Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, Sarah Jessica yes, Parker. That's a, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. She's got to get frozen into a mannequin first. That's oh, true. good point. And good then point. she ends Tough up in life. space for a little bit too. <laughs> and then she goes to space, yeah. And and Mr. Spock, you know, tries to 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 you know mentor her. A little she bit. just doesn't fit in anywhere. No, so, and, no, no, until until she gets a little older and a lot more horny. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I totally went on on a tangent there. No, that's quite all right. <laughs> I was with you on there. Um, by the way, I am sorry that I missed Gerald Akamura as one of the the hatchet men in this i would i feel like i would have spotted him instantly he's in all the types of movies i like to watch which one the bald top or the long hair uh, he'd probably be the bald one i would yeah suspect. i i think i know who you're talking about can we talk about that scene in particular because when the when the truck pulls into the alley when they're going what or do we I mean, need to, to go back to me to me that scene is the whole is the is like the centerpiece of this film i i, it, I it's everything it is yeah. it's everything i mean you oh it, it it looks beautiful it looks grimy like jeff said it um the special effects are good the fighting is good like oh sets man. up all the factions yep. that you need to know who they are to <clears throat> yep. to get through but the do rest we really because i'm not sure i did <laughs> Well, when you saw I, the colors, you the, saw well, the colors they I, were I knew, wearing. You knew, knew if they were good guy, or bad. I knew bad guy, good guy. Bad yeah. guys in red, good guy in yellow. I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know who the three? Um, I can't remember. Uh, lightning, the, lightning, rain, thunder, and, and rain. Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but did they you, all have? Did they all have? No, lightning? you said that they don't. I thought they all had lightning in the, when they first show up. No, nope. no, they they come out through a portal. Uh, Rick Sanchez sends them through into the alley. <laughs> yeah, so rain brings the rain. Thunder is the the strong one. That's why he can kind of stretch his body and get Jack Burton yep. off him yeah. later in the movie. Yeah. So lightning is the only one with lightning power. I was curious about that when you said it, but I hadn't I, watched I it yet. Swore, I could have swore in the, in the alley when they showed it. They all had like lightning in their hands, but no, they were just, just flipping like, out. And the uh, and the lightning guy used the lightning to to come down to ascend yeah. Descend. yeah 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 all right cool cool um by the way also another guy in the in, in part of the gang um carrie hayo yuki tagawa he will show up later this year when we get the james bond month 
Oh, I'm yes. excited about that. I'm not surprised someone in this movie isn't in a James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah, but he similarly has a very small part in that James Bond movie. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, that scene, like you said, Jason, it's so wonderfully done and even like sets up Lopan. Like you don't need an explanation of him just because of that scene. He's like, he's basically immortal, right? Like you've learned that when Jack Burton runs over him with the truck and then he gets back up and he's like, oh, nice knife, Mr. Burton. Wait, he says that later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the my friends and i i don't know what you call these but like frankly scarlet i don't get it give a damn yeah Um, yeah i know what you're talking about the lines that are incorrectly shared for movies my friends and i used to say nice knife mr burton goodbye (laughs) mr burton like all it's not even close to what he says (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry go ahead i just love that well the best description of lopan is tall guy weird clothes now you see him now you don't (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly that's all you need to know (laughs) um actually i do kind of want to back up yeah we have to back up we need to back up because the introduction of gracie law is such a red herring (laughs) to the whole movie because we never see that girl again no no we never do um once we see her once um in her apartment i mean that's it that that's because there is like a little bit of like a debrief or something or like something after the other so, girl is taken so someone explain it to me because i'm okay. still not sure i understand what the hell is going on with that character so, so i think gracie law knows that about the, the lords she knows about, about the trafficking yeah. about the trafficking so yeah. she learned of this girl yeah yeah who's coming to um san francisco and she goes to protect her and okay, the Lords then, of Death miss their chance to take her, so they take um, Yao Yin instead. In the words of Jack Burton, that's what I thought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I want a pair of Jack Burton's knee-high boots. Those like Oh, my God, they're boots. ridiculous. Yeah, they're, 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 like, ridiculous. they're like leather. They're like rawhide boots. It's wild. Uh, and he wears them the whole time, and they look comfy. He do, he, he he tends to have like a kind of outlandish, almost proppy clothing item in all the movie season for Carpenter because he has that yeah. fucking hat in the thing. Yeah, um, he has those uh-huh. boots in this. I'm trying. Eye to patch. He's got the he's got the he's duster. got the eye patch. Yeah, the eye patch and the duster. From, 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 yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's funny. Um, no, I uh, yeah. So when they miss that girl. <laughs> Oh, and, and when uh, they grab Russell a better one, the, they, they, they grab uh, old green eyes, yeah, right. Which that's a whole that this whole thing happens by dumb luck, yeah, yes. Um, and uh, when when Jack Burton tries to fight one of them, he he fails <laughs> horribly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Where'd that come from, <laughs> or where'd you get that? Whatever he said. <laughs> Um, uh, and yeah, they they make off with Yao uh, with Miao Yin, and um, I almost called her Yao Ming. Uh, that's so bad. There, well, there's one of my favorite one of my favorite moments in this is um, <laughs> when he tries to hit on Gracie Law, yes. and she's like, "You should stand where I'm. You should stand down here where I'm standing." It's like, why is that? 
and she says um miller time and he says do you know what i have to say about miller time and then you never know you never know, <laughs> you never know. You never finish that thought <laughs> It was probably something like, give me your best shot. I can take it, oh. pal. Or yes, sir. The check is in the mail. It was Do one of those. you know what things. I say when it's Miller time? Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start saying that. <laughs> and then, and then like, like fake, like something's going on. It's like, what, what? And then you like yeah. just leave. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's when she gets distracted by the gang. She says, yep. well, the, the, the Lords of death are here. Lords of death. What are they doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lords oh, of man. death i want to see lords of death and lords of salem battle oh man there's that cool shot in the um in the garage Thanks, <laughs> you're welcome where they're in their 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 sweet triangle uh 80s car and it's got that kind of low camera angle and you can see all of them in the in the the big window and then the, then the cut shot to um the girl in the trunk yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that looks so cool and yeah, that's right, uh, that's right the before triangle. they try to run over jack the, the triangle car also known as a camaro was it a camaro I uh, pr- it was pretty close yeah it's, it's it's i think it was one of those types of cars you when you say triangle car i'm thinking like something that total recall drives around in <laughs> it's like you it's know? like a it's like a two you know a um a two-door hatchback but shaped like a triangle or a sports car triangle got more commonly known as a sports car but it looks like a triangle <laughs> <laughs> Help me out here, Chuck. We're no, stuck. this is too much we're fun stuck. for me. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, anyway. we're stuck in a logic vacuum. <laughs> you know what, Chuck? Old Chuck Morris says at a time like this. <laughs> the checks oh. in the mail. Um, <laughs> no, the uh, yeah. Imagine driving down the road and just hearing Jack Burton nonstop talking. I don't know if I'd want to tune in every night. I would. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't when some know. wild-eyed, eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against the bathroom wall, and he looks you crooked in the eye, and he asks you if you paid your dues, you just stare that big sucker right in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. I would sign up for all of this <laughs> all the time. It is a 1986 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> So Pontiac Trans Am is pretty, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty close to a, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> it's a triangle car. It's a triangle. It's a triangle car. <laughs> uh, yeah, Trans Am triangle starts with the first two letters of the song. Uh, I'm not a car guy. <laughs> Me neither. Point A to point but you B. Know, but you know what a sports car is. I mean, yeah, sure. it's a triangle. Yes. But they look like triangles. <laughs> um. <laughs> Speaking of triangles, aerodynamic. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about triangles. Oh God, you killed me with your with your Jack Burtonisms that go <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> Let me tell you about triangles. <laughs> oh, okay. Enough of triangles. Um, yeah. So yeah, they son of a bitch must pay. And then I love it when um, when Wang says, "I I I." I hate to have to ask you, and he doesn't even let him finish. He's like, "Where they hang out?" Yep. <laughs> it's like, yes. <laughs> I, the- I love how like I feel like Jack has a friend like Yang in every city that he delivers something to. Probably, probably. And he's pro. And see, this is why a series would be fantastic, where he goes from town to town to next you know adventure to the next. Sometimes with his monster friend. Mon- with yeah. his monster friend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm surprised there wasn't like a comic or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure there's a comic. I'm sure there's a a big trouble comic, but not like that. Anyway. Um, And then we we get our, we get our big alley showdown. Right. have to abandon, have to, he has to abandon his truck because they, um, they get out of the alley, but they end up in another alley right next to the alley. And that's where the Lords of Death are. Yep. And, um, they're like, you looking for us? Yeah. To Wang, uh, is it Wang? No, I get the names mixed up. So someone will have to correct me. Um, yeah, Wang Chi. Like, you looking for us, Wang? And then they have to duck into a little, um, I don't know what it is, just a little building. And one of the good guys, the yellow suited good guys is in there and they get chased in by the Lords and yeah. they run back to, Wang Chi's restaurant where his uncle is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, his uncle, Dennis Dunn. Um, and I really like... Um, no, Dennis Dunn is Wang Chi. Sorry. Yes. Um, I really like Donald Lee as Eddie Lee. In yes. This. Really yes. like Eddie a lot. Eddie is that character that you're afraid is going to be the turncoat, right? Yeah. Like, but he sets his whole his whole persona up at the very beginning when he's introduced. He's like, "This is Eddie Lee. He's our new Major D." And he says, "Well, I'm a lot more than that." <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and, and he, he is a lot more than he that. Is. He's great. And, and he also uh, has has a big old crush on the reporter lady, which we haven't mentioned yet. We haven't mentioned her yet because who the she's hell just, are you? Just about to show up. <laughs> Margot Litzenberger. Um, she is there to write the story about the Lords of Death and they uh, and and she kind of gets wrapped up in all of this and that when they all get captured she starts writing in her journal about about how dire everything is and it's it's actually pretty good writing it actually kind of is the things have started to get strange and and then when they when they show up to try to rescue them and then find out where gracie was she's like oh gracie was a was what she call her a tiger so they had to take her someplace else yeah Yeah. (laughs) i do love that though because she shows up out of nowhere and every single time i'm like wait who's this lady and then jack burton speaks for all of us (laughs) it's so great also another it's one of those little moments that i love oh so much in movies when they finally do escape after being rescued um and they're going through that that tunnel that sewer tunnel or whatever it is the wherever the water is and uh gracie's pulling each person up and asking where the next person is yes so she pulls one person up and's like you know where where's wang oh he's he's behind me and he pulls up wang uh where's eddie oh eddie's behind me (laughs) (laughs) and then she finally gets to you know to the last one's like where's jack and he's the last one in line it's fantastic i love that (laughs) It's, it's so old tiny comedy. It is. Oh, There's one thing we do need to mention, and we I guess we don't need to go through every scene bit by bit. But they try to rescue Wang Chi or Yao Ming. Yeah. Mao Mao oh. Yin. We've got our bet we've <laughs> got our best man on the inside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like Kurt Russell and his nerd glasses. All they're missing are the tape. <laughs> 
Oh my god, right. Harry's, Harry Swanson's my name and excitement's my game. <laughs> you know what I'm after? I'm after a green-eyed one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Would that be cash or check? Well, <laughs> cash, I guess. It's not like it's tax deductible, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. But somehow while they're there, obviously, Loam... <laughs> Lomain. Holy shit. <laughs> David Lopan finds out. <laughs> David Lomain. I want to make a big trouble in a little China themed restaurant. <laughs> and have the number one is the David Lomain. David Lomain. Oh God. And obviously Egg Shin Young, right? I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah i mean you That's go, you go on with this one <laughs> oh. this is all on you um, um yeah yeah lopan gets word that there's a green-eyed lady in in little china and he must have her yeah so he's, so he's to kidnaps her from the kidnappers <laughs> yes yeah yes which i think this might be the first time i figured all this out last night i didn't know who was working for who and i was like oh wait i always thought the lords of death stole the girl for him but in reality they stole it for trafficking no they were doing their thing in another alley yeah (laughs) every alley has a gang war thing going on yeah (laughs) forget it chuck it's chinatown yeah forget it i probably have to piece it together every time i watch this movie either way now lo pan has Mao Yin. Did I, I'm, somebody else say the names for me. I'm not sure. If Ma- I'm Mao Yin. Mao oh, Yin. I did. Yeah, I got Mao it right. Yin. Okay. Yeah. Susie, um, Susie Pie. She was a penthouse playmate. Was she oh, prior post. or post? Yes, she was prior. Yeah. Yes, she was. She was, she was in fact, the first Asian uh, cover girl and playmate of the year. I'm kind of not surprised because she doesn't do a whole lot of acting in this. Are they? Are they playmates in Penthouse? Is that right? Or are they? No, that's. No, I, that's I, don't know. Penthouse I don't know. Pets. Penthouse. I don't know. Penthouse pets. Penthouse. I don't know anything about these the magazines. Jeff will have to tell you. <laughs> Playboy <laughs> playmates. Pet of the year. Play, yeah. Playboy playmates. Penthouse pets. Hustler honeys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, kids. Um, <laughs> You're like the Philip Seymour Hoffman of this. Uh... <laughs> more, you, you got that one too. You got okay, that well. too. <laughs> uh, Magnolia um, reference, everyone, for those who missed that episode. Susie Pai, uh, while yes, was of Chinese descent, was actually um, U.S. She was American from like Minnesota or something. Minnesota, um, but I don't know if that I don't know if that's right. But Toledo, she, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. Thank you. It's almost Minnesota. Oh, it's close enough. Midwest. Um, it's in the Big Ten. <laughs> but she was, she was, she was John Rambo's Vietnamese lady in First Blood. Was First Blood, or was she in the second one? No, it was First Blood. First um, Blood? I, think, okay. I think, I think her scene was cut or cut a lot. Because um, there's like a love scene with her and Sly. Oh, I bet there was with uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, you think Sly is thinking about what she was what, what uh, magazine she was in and thinking <laughs> how do I Well, I mean, he was together? probably he, I mean, he was in Penthouse too, wasn't he? Or he was in Playgirl. Playgirl. Yeah, so I don't know ran, what those they probably are ran in the same <laughs> yeah, right. <circles. laughs> 
Play, uh, playgirl fuck boys. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> but anyway, Susie, and she changed her name to her last name to, to Pi. Um, Susie Pie. It's very cute. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. She has like three lines in this movie. She's just there to look pretty. That's what I'm saying. She didn't act much. Like, no. I'm not surprised they grabbed her maybe out of the magazine for her yeah. looks. Yeah. Maybe they, she has green, natural green eyes. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, they're, they're, they're probably not as green as they are in this movie. Not no. Now, but um, I don't think Kim Cattrall's are either. No, Kim Cattrall's closer to Hazel. Because um, yeah. I was I was trying to figure that out, too. Because sometimes you can tell when there's contacts in. That yeah. They, especially back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Susie Pie, and I'm don't think she, you're not think looking that, at Susie's pie, are you? No, I'm not looking at <laughs> Susie's pie. That's a good one, though. Um, <laughs> Chuck's just shaking his head at us. <laughs> no, I I think she has light brown eyes. If okay. I if I'm okay. able to see this, eh, they're almost they're they're kind of like Kim Cattrall's. They're someplace in between green and brown. <laughs> <laughs> but all i know is is that the lady at the counter inside the whatever place said that, that chinese girls don't come with green eyes inside the whatever the brothel yes whatever place <laughs> yeah jeff knows everything about pen penthouse hutler and plate i can't even speak jesus Christ. But, not, but nothing about whatever places i don't yeah. know anything about those <laughs> never, places never been to a whatever place before <laughs> but i've read the called? other three magazines at some point in my life <laughs> They probably got numbers for whatever places in the back of those. Probably um, they probably do. Uh, I, I don't get that far in those. Uh, oh my god! When they escape and they're in the sewers, and Jack and Jack gets all like up in uh, Lacey Gras' face and wanting to kiss her, he's like, "Sorry, I'm just thrilled to be alive." Yeah, she's like, "Whatever, you're a pig, Jack Burton." But then later. He's, there, he's like helping her through. And it's like, D don't rub your body up against mine like that. It gets hard to think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get a little distracted. Uh, so let's. So, yeah, go ahead, Chuck. Get us back I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say we should we should either quickly go through it or at least go through it. The first time they go after um Yin, it's just Jack Burton and Wang Chi. Yeah, and they yeah. go in as as phone repairman which is hilarious because jack burton just walks in with a fucking phone yes, he's like phone yes, service <laughs> good job jack i think they bought it <laughs> and then he sees the cameras and starts like, oh we've seen things like this before it's rats chewing through the wires but they, this is when we get our first glimpse at the hells right they get in the elevator they go down to the bottom and they end up in the the water filled upside down hanging people place Mm -hmm. which is really probably the scariest moment in this movie with all I agree the, the those fleshy. corpses are scary looking yeah 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 it looks almost modern like re well i mean good good practical effects back yeah. in the 80s still look good now and those were good practical effects yep um but they end up escaping i'm trying to re remember how well, they exactly. get they they get captured Right, they um, they end up they end up tied to the um, wheelchairs. Yes, yeah. and in that and room they get again. brought in, and little old man David Lopan comes in. Yeah, and um, he looks like a he looks like a Chef Boyardee pizza. 
I don't know yes. if you guys had those growing up, but that's a very specific look when they're baked. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like it looks Pizza like him. Yeah, he's kind of like Pizza the Hut. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, anyway, so he comes in and um he's he kind of spills the beans on what his plan is and, and jack is like i don't get it you were not brought upon this earth to get it <laughs> <laughs> i love how familiar jack burton becomes with him right away yeah because yeah. later he's <laughs> calls him dave <laughs> yeah he's asking her about uh gracie and he's like you got a tongue dave ask her yourself (laughs) (laughs) because they all go in to try to rescue them yeah right yeah because yeah because you got um eddie lee goes in to rescue them with um with the ladies yeah yeah if we're not back by dawn call the president oh my god that's such a good line oh when um when Wang says to Jack to keep positive or something like that, he's like, yeah. all right, fine. Let's just chew our way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> uh, but that's when um, it's, I believe, Thunder who comes Thunder. in. Yeah. And Jack, this is one of Jack's first big failures. He tries to, because he's still got his knife and he tries to uh, take him by surprise, but then he the you know thunder just expands his body a little bit and knocks him out um but he does end up getting the upper hand but then it's the it's the scene where it's the friday the back. 13th scene yeah so he ends um, up back in the wheelchair and he's going backward down that ramp because you know when they're when they're wheeling them up that ramp in wheelchairs that they're someone's gonna, gonna go down that somebody's yeah. gonna go down that ramp in wheelchair yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's jack <laughs> <laughs> backwards screaming I like the way that shot too when they're pushing them up the ramp instead of being behind them they're they film from the front mm-hmm. so it's like super disorienting like you feel like you're upside down almost watching yeah. it. i don't know how to explain it it's really disorienting well, because normally you don't see things coming up a hill like that because it's it's slower it's a slower move and so in especially in a wheelchair you don't expect people to push people up a ramp in a wheelchair in that scenario you expect them to be on flat surface or going down and when you're seeing them come up yeah you're right it is yeah. it, it's uh, it you feel discombobulated mm-hmm. yeah it's almost a, it's almost a natural dutch angle at that mm-hmm. point yeah yeah dutch angles jeff's using the big terms today um oh i'm just uh that that's what they call the girls in one of the other magazines i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of the name of that magazine um <laughs> if i could remember the name of those dutch shoes i could have come up with something but i can't um what was i gonna you mean, say you mean like clogs yeah, I was going to come up with a clog <laughs> name for the magazine, but the moment has passed. Um, so, yeah, Eddie in, and uh, I can't remember his name. Eddie and Wang lock Thunder in that room. They go and meet up with Jack, and then the, the full escape starts, right? So they eventually... when this And that whole escape doesn't... Um, when does... When does uh, Gracie get captured by the derpy at the end of this. It's at the end because she sticks behind the derpy guys looking through the painting. Yeah, I'll take the front. You bring up the rear. You think you can handle that? 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Then, and they have that great fight where Jack fails again, where where Wang like beats the shit out of all the guys that run into the room, and Jack like accidentally oh throws God. his knife to the side, and then and then he jumps out, and they're like everybody's already been defeated. That's yep. fucking great. Yeah, he jumps out, he's like ha, with the knife and the empty gun. Um, <laughs> so now they have to. Go rescue both. Because <laughs> yeah, they still haven't rescued um, Wang's fiance. No, the only thing they accomplish in this rescue mission is to get someone else captured. Yes, correct. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, right. Like, this is, the, I think, the second attempt. And, uh, and, now, and now Gracie is also caught. But this time um, they have someone who knows the, the score, right? The Egg Shen. Yeah knows what's going on with there he gets a six demon bag well, actually gracie gets captured twice doesn't she yeah yeah well captured yeah. trying to yeah they because the it's two groups that get captured then it's an individual that gets captured uh-huh. yeah yeah, yeah. So basically this is just like this movie is just one prison break over and over again <laughs> yes it's, it's a doctor who serial <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is to get us the 90 minutes gotta yep, keep yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yes you're right now they've got to make the final the final um battle the final showdown and now they've got egg chan egg, egg chen shen Jeez. egg shen is I mean, that's, yeah that's I, I, you're with I, me i can't yeah. say shit i love egg shen in this <laughs> movie oh victor wong is the best I love oh victor god wong. he's great um well the whole the whole trying to piece together what the whole thing is and it's coming from these different dialects uh, of the chinese like you know because like some of it's like written in, in a in a buddhist way but i think i think they imply that it's written in a different dialect of chinese um or a different language but like you know the 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 commentary about like you know look what you've left us with all of these you know disjointed stuff we got to try to figure this out oh they, yeah they yeah, finally yeah. get there but that's one thing <clears throat> people i don't think really truly realize like china is not a unified country in lore or in language or right. in religion it's kind of i mean it's a piece together region i mean yeah there's so many different dialects too i mean there's <clears throat> they're the big ones you know mandarin and cantonese but there are versions of those dialects of those i mean it's yeah. yes i mean it's it's a you know ancient china is no joke i mean it goes back thousands of years right it's it's a really rich civilization and its history and yeah you're gonna have that right and it's it's a big area yeah. you know ancient china was massive well um, i mean china today is what the second largest country or something mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah i mean that's insane it's it's a lot of space with a lot of different people and a lot of different backgrounds yeah um yeah so anyway no it, it's kind of interesting that there's even commentary on that in this yeah yeah <laughs> So, yeah, so he, he figures out what needs to happen. And, you know, and, and of course, he's been there waiting for Lopan to, you know, basically kind of, this is what he's there for. Like, kind of literally. Yeah, he's been kind of like, <laughs> he's been kind of like silently fighting this battle in the trenches on, on the margins, right? But, but he knows he, the only way he can defeat Lopan is is if he finds what he's looking for right and right. becomes 
corporeal again. There, I said it right this time. Yes. When he yes. becomes corporate, then you can bring him down. <laughs> yeah, James Hong LLC. Or James. <laughs> That's his actual name, right? God, I'm all over the place. I mean, did, did either of you two get just a, a, a cool little chill seeing fucking Lopan on the Oscar stage? Oh, it's great. When yeah. Everything Everywhere at Once won. I mean, that's just, that's just neat as fuck. I mean, um, he's, he is amazing in this movie. Like, even when he's making fun of Kim Cattrall when she has the, the thing on, he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he yeah. does all his little voices and stuff. It's uh, so good. I mean, uh, he's always been really, really nice at uh, conventions too. Everybody I know who's ever like, you know, gotten something from like, like, I think he'll like actually sit there with you for a couple of minutes if you have something to say to him, you know? Yeah. That's cool. He's, yeah. I mean, man, he's 94 years old now, James Hong. Insanity. He's had a long career. I mean, he's been, he's seen it all in Hollywood. It's kind of wild. Um, yeah, gosh, I mean, he goes back, what, to the 50s? Yeah, he goes back to the 50s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 650 film and television yeah. credits. Yeah. Woo! Legend. I mean, absolute legend. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, no, he's, um, you You kind of feel his weight, too, a little bit. Like, he seems like he's unbeatable. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because he's got that, you know, freaking magic. And everybody, even everybody, even even thinks he's taller than he is. Like he's, he's twelve feet tall. And Jack's like, well, seven, but <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we've got kind of like the big showdown, right? This is the big finale, the the last part of the last act. We're we're gonna go in with um, what's the name of the good gang? Do you remember? I don't remember. I yellow gang. We'll just yellow, call them, yeah. we'll call yellow them the game. yellow guys. Yeah, they um, they team up. You know, they 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 piece together whoever they have left from the earlier battle because they got a lot of guys gunned down in that one. Yeah, they're, they're, they're well, like they, pull, they're not just you know bringing knives to the knife fight. They're bringing guns and knives. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Jack's got his little like, like what is that little like submachine gun that he's yeah. carrying around the whole yeah. time that keeps jamming. Yeah, right but it's on it makes it to the poster <laughs> yes it does yes it um does. yeah he uh oh god when he shoots the the seer thing he's like well you never know until you try <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's when when he, the first thing he does right before the big oh, battle god, starts yeah. is shoot the gun in the in the air and it hits the concrete and knocks himself out it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well the, the first it's like, time Mwah, perfect the, and also the first time he sees the seer thing <laughs> yeah like Oh God! Oh my God! What is that? Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like he goes through a whole journey uh, in like three lines. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, and after he gets knocked out, he he incapacitates himself again <laughs> for the rest of the battle, almost right. by putting his knife boot into that giant. Uh, yeah, like Shogun the, or whatever that guy, whatever is. that is. Yeah. yeah, he's for half the battle. He's stuck with that guy on his feet. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get, figure out how to get him off of him. <laughs> oh my god, Jack Burton, he chucklehead. Uh, <laughs> uh, so but yeah, that's because yeah, that's when he does the whole. Um, uh, Egg Chen is is making the potion. He's like, what's that? Some kind of uh, some kind of medicine? It's gonna. 
can I help us out? It's like, yes. He's like, I thought so. It's like, yes, I thought so. <laughs> we gotta drink Everything it? Yes. in Chen says, yes, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that they're like, they kind of go into battle, like kind of high is great too. Like that whole elevator ride where everybody's just feeling good. <laughs> I mean, it goes a little too long. And then Jack Burton's like, it's getting hot in here. And then they cut. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like that's a that that's a Kurt Russell thing. Like that probably wasn't in the script. Probably, yeah. 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 It's like, why haven't we cut yet? Yeah. Um or, or when uh he tells when he tells uh Gracie, he's like, I can handle him. I took something. <laughs> <laughs> but she kind of gets like she's kind of into it too. So like he's he's finally showing his worth, but he still sucks. Yeah. But, but, yeah. <laughs> but she kind of gets into it now. And like she stays like into him the rest of the way, like to the point where it's like, you big dummy, you left her behind. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> I also like the big, like the, the big skull headed. Like the, the oh, big, that whole room. Yeah, that whole, whole room, room is, is awesome. Is and the monster ass, guy, yeah. the the wild man. Yeah, sure, whatever. Wikipedia. <laughs> he comes out of like a little sarcophagus. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. which is like an elevator. In yeah, it's like I want to. I want a I, sarcophagus. I, I want somebody to design a club that looks like that room with all the neon lights and everything. Oh, Call it big yeah, trouble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, my God, it would be so cool. Yeah. So. <clears throat> that whole battle happens where mostly it's not Jack doing everything. No, Eggshen, it's it's Egg Shen and Wang do most of the work along with the other the other good guys. Egg yeah, Shen yeah. and Lo Pan get into a uh, a fight that is completely and totally ripped off in the following years. Uh, Spaceballs, Masters, Masters of the Universe, oh, or yeah. Spaceballs almost. <laughs> Well, they don't have the, like the, the, the spectral. Rings. Yeah, the spectral. They I know, but it's like the power thing. Like, yeah, the Schwartz. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, more egregiously, it's yeah. how they show He Man and Skeletor fighting. Yeah, true. Oof. Yeah. <clears throat> Oof. Wolf indeed. Anyway, because um, when I saw that, I chuckled and I was like, oh, fuck. It's the fucking Masters of the Universe. Like, but this is so much better. Um, yeah and like uh there's there's a little bit of uh crouching tiger hidden dragon action going on mm-hmm. with a little, Wang. little bit of wire work and stuff yep. going on yep oh and i always used to classic me. uh kung fu martial arts stuff happening when yeah. i was a little kid it used to crack me up when they would jump and they were like still sword fighting while oh, they yeah. were in the air like yeah. sideways yeah uh, it kills me it still makes <laughs> me giggle to this day <laughs> I've seen lots of movies with scenes like that. So it's like, yeah, that's a thing. Well, it's a thing, but like, it's still like, I mean, I don't know. I I think it's just maybe specifically how it's shot in this and how it kind of happens in this movie that makes it a little funnier too. Like it makes it more of a comedy beat. Well, yeah, for sure. And they're doing like all these like in-air somersaults and stuff. Which is stuff we have not seen Wang do. Well, he took yeah. something. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he took something. He took something. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, though. But Lopan escapes with. Um, does he escape with uh, either of the ladies? He takes him out. He takes Meow Yin. 
up right. to sacrifice her. And well, yeah, then, he's doing the whole transformation, but that's well, he uh, he escapes when, when he takes the battle, her up the stairs. Oh, you're right. He takes when her the stairs. battle yeah, yeah. starts. Gracie snaps out of it, so she yeah. can't be killed to to appease the demon, right? And she joins in in the fight, and then he takes off with with meow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, 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 and he's going to sacrifice he's, her. Well, yeah. but but he is also doesn't really want to sacrifice her. He has to. Well, he has to, but he is he is struggling with it a little bit. I I take that as a. I I think he is not like because because when by the time Kurt Russell gets up there, this seems like there's a different conversation happening. With no, he Logan. says, I, lo- I love you. I don't want to sacrifice you, but I have to. It's the last yeah. thing he says to her. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, he's okay. going to do it. Okay. He's going to yeah. do it. Yeah. He has to do it. The problem is, is all the other iterations of this, whenever he's found somebody, they haven't survived the burning sword thing. Right. Okay. So he hasn't been able to do this. Yeah. He had the out because he had two green-eyed girls, but now he doesn't anymore because right. okay. he didn't take the blood from uh gracie law like yeah he didn't stick the two, needle in her which is what would have bound her to him too <clears throat> yeah gotcha. having two okay. means he can he can marry you one and keep her and right right sacrifice the other yeah 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 and he um, was gonna do it the opposite yeah. originally yeah yeah right okay but yeah but uh, uh one of the guys thunder or something was like hey buddy you're you know you've got your body so you know kind of maybe be careful and that's when Jack shows up and it's a good knife. There's it's a couple a- of things that happen at the end of this <laughs> movie that, that go against, they kind of like go against trope almost. Cause you expect a huge battle here with Jack and Lopan, right? But in reality, it's just him missing with the knife because he sucks at life. Like yeah. Jack sucks. He's so dejected when he misses too. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> and then Lopan picks it up. He's like, it's a good knife. Goodbye, Mr. Button, and throws it at him. And he does his bottle yep. catch, Throwback. which surprises Lopan and throws it right in his forehead and kills him. Well, at that point, Thunder is chasing wang around and <laughs> literally chasing them back yeah. and forth down the hallway <laughs> yeah. time. but when he comes out he sees that lopan is dead and he overstrengths himself to death yeah <laughs> i don't think he's gonna stop yeah, right <laughs> and he becomes a garbage pail kid for a little bit and yep. then he explodes it yeah does. that's really funny <laughs> and correct me if i'm wrong wang had already killed rain yeah, he died flying into like something and explodes down in the major fight. So yeah. the only one left is lightning. Lightning. Yeah. yeah. So lightning's coming down the hall and they're like, look up and there's a hole and they all somehow like are able to jump. <laughs> they hole. took something. They yeah, that's something. right. They took something. Duh. Um, so they jump up out of the hole. <laughs> then they're in another chamber and there's another hole. And um, this is one of my favorite lines of the movie. It's uh, Egg Chan up there. And I forget mm-hmm. if it's if it's Jack or Wang who asked him, uh, "Hey, how'd you get up there?" He says, "Wasn't easy." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, folks. It's just know that it wasn't easy. Just, yep. just a standing ovation. I mean, what a great line. <laughs> yep. It's the easiest way to explain away like how he got up there. It, it wasn't easy. I mean, it's a real life thing. We ain't got time to explain this. It wasn't yes. easy. <laughs> 
Oh, and then he gets the final kill because Cheat Wang is stuck down there and he tells him to move and he <laughs> as, as the lightning guy is rising through the hole and he just drops a statue on his head uh-huh. and kills him. Yeah, that'll work. It's <laughs> very anti that'll not anticlimactic, but not like you'd expect anyone to go. Very this simple deaths for yeah, these people. Yeah. yeah. Which and it's satisfying, which is weird because when you're leading up to this, you're expecting something epic and then it's not. I, I, I right. think it's one of the reasons why I love it, this movie in a lot of ways, is because nothing is belabored. Right. Right. Like I hate that in, in movies where they just fucking belabor like the final boss fight. It's like, no, let's just let's get to it. Yeah. Well, the uh also it's it's one of those rare instances where the big bad dies before his henchman yeah yeah right dies before two of them yeah well yeah dies before yeah so you still have to deal with threats on the way yeah. dealing with them isn't hard one of them kills one himself. of them kills himself <laughs> one kills himself <laughs> the other just gets the statue dropped on him because even when lightning had the upper hand he decided to go with the showman stuff like shooting the walls and like being all cool yeah None of um, none of that pomp and circumstance means it means Jack Dick. What? Yeah, and then it does another thing at the end, which I really appreciate, and it gets me every time. Is that Wang has his girl now? Mm-hmm. Lopan walks off, or not Lopan? Um, Egg Shen walks off into the sunset. Right, he can leave Chinatown, presumably to go do whatever he wants, take his vacation, yep, and bring China with him. So you start to get the feeling like, oh, everything, everyone's falling in love and getting yeah. their happy ending. And, uh, well, yeah, because Eddie and, uh, and Eddie and the girl are uh, in love. Margo yes, Litzenberger. The, yeah, the reporter. <laughs> He's going to yeah. go help her work on a title. Um, oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> then you're like, okay, here's the last kiss, you know? But instead, Jack's like, all right, I don't think I want to go on the road with you. Let me think about that. And he just fucking leaves. <laughs> well, and yeah, Margo's because... like, God, aren't you even going to kiss her goodbye? And he's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We really got to go. The pillars of heaven, didn't we, Wang? I love that. I no horseshit, Jack. <laughs> I love it. So good. This movie end to end is just a joy. It is. It is. Absolute joy. I like um, it. And, it. and it goes out with that, that uh, bitchin' Coupe de Ville's Big Trouble in Little China tune. Pop quiz. Who are the members of Coupe de Ville's? Oh, God. I don't know. Well, John Steve-o? Carpenter. John Carpenter. Okay. Uh, it's, his, it's his band. And the other two are Nick Castle and Tommy Lee Wallace. That's oh, the really? Coupe de Ville's. Nice. Yep. Interesting. Yes, indeed. A man of many talents, that um, John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this all, you've is... got all three Halloween movies, first three Halloween movies wrapped up in that band. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Tommy yeah. Lee Wallace. Tommy Lee Wallace directed Halloween 3. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Nick Castle is the shape. Yeah. yeah, I knew Nick Castle was the shape. I didn't realize we're only missing Dick Warlock, who was one of who was a uh, who was Michael in the second movie and was uh, one of the robot guys in three. Yeah, yeah. Dick, maybe he, maybe he was on uh, keys in the studio. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, I think Carpenter was the keys guy, wasn't he? Anyway, 
Coopdevilles. There was a um, there's uh, a maybe. music video for that, and if you haven't seen it, watch it. It is hilarious. Awesome. I don't know. I watch it. I watched uh, while we were talking about this. I had the Commodore sixty four long play of Big Trouble in Little China going. Long play for Commodore sixty four game was ten minutes. <laughs> I was going to be your 40 bucks. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I mean, if you remember in 1986, that was all still mind blowing to us. Yeah. Well, I mean, really all it is, I mean, no, you play as either um, egg Wang, or Jack, and you're just walking along a building. Bad guy comes out. You select the guy you want to fight with and you beat him up and then you move on and then you select them. It's basically Kung Fu from Nintendo if you had three guys to choose from to play as hmm. for each villain. I loved Kung Fu. Oh, I do, too. God, I love that game. I'm going to play some of that tonight, as a matter of fact. <laughs> do it. Um, anything else to say about Big Trouble in Little China? Um, well, I mean, I guess we got to bring up that there are a couple of characters from Mortal Kombat that come straight from this. A couple? A couple. Well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, so and we know Raiden from the Lightning Guy right, with the, right. with the um, ceremonial. Which is hat. funny because Raiden is based on a Japanese god, which is okay. Yeah. But the look, <laughs> but like. But the, the look is, yeah, based on um, Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but also, uh, David Lopan has been credited as the original inspiration for the soul-stealing Mortal Kombat villain, Shang Tsung. Uh, huh. That makes sense. Just, they probably yeah. just changed his you know, appearance, but the idea yeah. was from that. Um, okay. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Raiden was always was my favorite Mortal Kombat character probably because of Big Trouble in China, I would guess. Oh, I always liked Scorpion because I wanted to do the get over here. Yeah. Uh, He's fine, too. Um, No, uh, apparently there was a uh, episode of the 2012 uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series that uh, renamed Lopan Ho-Chan. Um, okay. And instead of the um, rain character, they had wind. Hmm. James Hong reprises his Little China performance as the huh. principal villain character, Ho Chan. Huh. So how about Interesting. that? Yeah. Huh. huh. So, yeah, it's basically a remake in Turtles fashion. <laughs> Interesting. Noise. Anyway. Um, no, this is, this is, this is kind of an all timer eighties kid movie. You know, I mean, like if you are roughly our age or a little bit younger, this is right up there for, for, you know, you you probably should have seen Mm -hmm. this movie at some point. It's kind of, well, my kids liked it when we watched it. So it's still, it still hits those. Yeah, it still works. It feels pretty timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Like entrenching it in all of that kind of like pseudo mythology makes it. Yes, because that mythology will never die, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I guess I I knew this, but didn't realize it um, this time around. I don't know what I'm saying. But um, what I am saying is that uh, Carpenter didn't write this. You know, he wrote a lot of his, the movies he directed. This wasn't actually a, a gun for hire job. Which, oh, is, interesting. which is interesting. I mean, he definitely oh, made still, it his own. 
Yeah, uh, well, you still put the James or the uh, John Carpenter's. Yeah, big the Carpenter trouble. font. Yeah, on, well, yeah. but but like oh, it, made it John opens. Carpenters. Yeah, yeah, big, big trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, also, this was an influence on Thor Ragnarok. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, especially with how they portray the Thor character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, dig it. I dig it a lot. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. So, uh, what do we have next week? <laughs> we are setting off for Sweet Haven. Sweet Haven. Where's yeah. that? Well, that's uh, well. Apparently, it's in Malta. Or it is. Built in yeah. Malta. It, it, it's yeah. near Malta, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're gonna watch uh, Popeye. The 1980 Popeye movie starring uh, Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall. I got to tell you, the casting for that movie is spot on, uh, especially once you start getting into like, uh, wh- who's that? Paul Dooley as Wimpy. You got uh, um, uh, the, the guy from Pieces as Bluto. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, I don't know how Shelley Duvall could be cast as olive oil, but whatever. Ooh, we'll talk about some them all alternate. Right. We'll talk about some alternate casting that almost happened next week. When uh, I mean, uh, it's not going to work. It wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't me. have worked as well. No. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to talk about Popeye next week. Um, so be sure to get to uh, filmseizure dot com uh, Wednesday morning, April twenty sixth will be Popeye. Um, also there you can find where you can follow us, where you can um, subscribe to the various places in which we put the podcast, whether it's, uh, you know, the SoundCloud and, you know, Spotify and all those good joints. Also next week on Monday, I have monster Mondays and I'm going to look at the very first episode of night gallery. So this is the first episode of the actual series, not the because I did the, the pilot movie uh, some time ago. So now we're moving into the actual series itself. Nice. Yeah. Um, some good. There's a couple of good stories in there for sure. Um, anyway, uh, so that Monster Mondays, that's Monday afternoon. Same place. Filmseizure.com. Um, this upcoming. Um, this upcoming Friday at my site bmovieanima.com I am giving a review of Demonoid so check it out cool Cool. anyway um, Demonoid is awesome because it's about a little demon possessed hand that goes around and latches on to people and take I was trying to remember that but it doesn't sound like I've heard that one or seen that one it's not great, but it's also kind of awesome because it's just the hand that's going around. It's great. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So anyway, fun times ahead. But, uh, you know, really get back here on Wednesday morning. Listen to us talk about Robert Altman's Popeye. Woo. Woo. So until then, I think we pretty much did it for this week. I we think. did it. Yeah. All we right. Did it, we did it. it. So uh, until then, I am Jeff Arbuckle. I'm Chuck Moore. I'm Jack Burton. Me. And you have been listening to Film Seizure. Shut up, Mr. Burton. Mr. Burton.